This is Brand Story, a podcast featuring in-depth conversations with leaders, marketers, and brand storytellers about their professional journey and the impact they're making on the world around them. Welcome to the Brand Story Break Room. I'm your host, Steve Gilman, and my co-host is Lindsay Lachlan. Hey, Great to talk to you again today. You too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so like most of our audience knows, we do these short episodes between our longer interview episodes. And today we're trying something fun. Uh, we get some common questions and uh, we also get questions sent to us by our community. So Lindsay pulled a few of them and we thought we'd just go through and, and quiz each other on a few of these questions and, and see what we come up with for you all. So Lindsay, you want to kick it off? Yeah. So the first one that we've been getting a lot of questions about is threads. Is it here to stay or is it gone tomorrow? What do you think, Steve? Um, I think it's here to stay. I think the way they rolled it out was pretty brilliant. I think they're the fastest social media app up to 100 uh, million users in, of all time. And I think it's because the way they did it where you could port over your members from, you're almost required to port over your members from Instagram. I think that they built in quick adoption. And then I think the reason they're here to stay, at least in my opinion, is because of the cesspool pool that is Twitter, you know? I mean, that brand has taken such a nosedive since Elon Musk took over. I think there's a lot of hate speech on it. There's a lot of negativity on it. And I think, like, you know, there's someone I follow, Matt Williams from the Brand Federation. And one of the things he said I just love, when Meta is the white knight saving the day, <laughs> you know that Twitter has some big brand problems. You know? That is perfect. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think? I also think it's here to stay. Um, I'm really curious, though, when advertising rolls out, what impact that has on it. Um, I feel like right now it is a pretty positive place. And I think the people that it, that adopted early are working hard to keep it as a positive space. But I think it'll be really interesting when brands start to monetize the platform, yeah. what that might do to it. Yeah, I'm hoping it somehow stays positive and doesn't get polluted like Twitter. I was never a huge Twitter fan. So have you been on threads? Are you experimenting? I have a little bit. Uh, I feel like that type of social platform doesn't come naturally to me. Uh, I feel like it's like walking around and narrating your life as it happens yeah, I know. Uh, is a lot of what I'm seeing. And that just feels really awkward to me. So I'm on that platform, especially I'm more just kind of lurk and see what other people post and maybe jump into their thread, uh, but don't post as much myself. Yeah, I've got a, it's weird because it, uh, Twitter never took for me. I never really liked it. And I love LinkedIn, you know, but it's a little, a little different. The, the immediacy in Twitter kind of makes you be plugged into it in a different way that I don't like as much. But threads, I'm trying to give it an honest shot. And it's it's going to take a while because it's different. It's a different feeling. And I know we all needed a new social media platform. We don't have enough. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, let us know out there what your experience with threads is. I hope everybody's enjoying it. And, and I think it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah, I agree. All right. I'll take the next question that, that people sent us. I think this is really fun. So what's something you've learned about leadership? over the course of your career that you wish people knew more about or understood better? I think people view leadership as kind of a pinnacle of your career or something that you reach or achieve. And then ta-da, you're there and you're a leader. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's not it at all. No, uh, it is not something you achieve and are done. Um, it takes a lot of work and there's a lot of thinking that goes into it. Um, we talk a lot about how what we do is chess, not checkers. Um, you're thinking three steps ahead and, and you're caring about the people around you and the things you're working on and trying to figure out how to help them grow and what's best for them. And so 
I think that, that it's a lot of work. And I think people think of it more as an achievement than as work or behaviors. Almost like a, a feather in their cap or like, I now have my leadership badge, so I'm important. Yeah, I feel like leadership is something that no one really teaches well. And it's an experience and it, you have to develop your own style. But it's, it isn't what our culture has taught us that it is, I don't think. I think no, it has so much to do with caring and being nurturing and just trying to clear roadblocks out of people's way. Yeah. So that they can be successful. So I always like my my uh, analogy to leadership is like being a really good valet, you know, <laughs> like trying to help like people it. get things out of their way, you know, and because, you know, work's hard. You want your leaders to help you not get in your way. Yes. I, yeah. I, I think people see it as a title. Yeah. Um, right. You know, you, you kind of get to that point and I'm a leader now and everyone else just do what I tell you to do. And you're absolutely right. It's, it's not that, um, it's moving things out of people's way and helping them. And yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. So you want to take the next one? I'm really excited to hear what you say for this one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. What what is it? (laughs) So what is a brand or marketing myth that you would debunk? Wow. Yeah. Okay. A myth I would debunk about brand. I'll take brand, of course. Uh, I think the one that I would debunk is that a logo and uh, your your brand is your company's name and logo. Yeah. And that your good. logo is your company's, you know, your company's brand. You know, you would think in this day and age, you wouldn't hear that all the time. But I still persistently hear that. It's like, oh, my brand. And someone's talking about their brand identity. You know, your logo and your name are just a representation of your brand. But your brand is every single touch point and experience that your customers or potential customers have with your brand. It's in their minds. It's in the minds of consumers. You can influence it. And then, you know, obviously the, the visual representation of it is incredibly important, but it isn't your brand. It's your brand identity. That is so key. And You've written a blog post about that. I remember yeah. reading that <laughs> right. before I started at Gravity. And it was, I was like, oh, yeah, that was, it was really enlightening. Uh, yeah. That's a great point. I think people just have it as a shorthand. And if you don't know better, you know, or you haven't really thought about it, it does make sense because you think brand, you know, brand did start when people would brand cattle and, you know, put their mark on something to claim it. But what it means now is so much different than just a logo. So do you have any marketing myths that, that, like, I, don't, I know we didn't know who would get what questions. So do you have any marketing myths that just jump out at you? Yeah. So one that, that really stands out to me is when people talk about marketing as if it's an effort and not an ongoing process and things that you do. Um, it's not a one and done. It's every single touch point that your brand has with your audience. It's business decisions you make and how that impacts your products, your services, your audience, it's R and D it's packaging. It's all of the things, um, and all of the placements. It's not, you know, I feel like years ago, companies could get away with running a campaign. You know, you flight it for a month or two, and then it's done and you're good to go do another campaign a couple months from now. It doesn't work like that anymore with digital and with media changing. Um, everything is always on and it's ongoing. And so I always kind of laugh when people are like, we need to do a thing. What should we do? Uh, and it's like, no, I think you need to step back. It's it's bigger than that. Yeah, it's so holistic now. And I think our myths have something in common with them, really. It's that it's broader than it used to be. And 
I think the one thing about marketing, it's not a myth, but it kind of made me think of this when you were saying that, is that marketing is not a faucet. You don't just turn it on when you need it. If you're turning it on looking for the water when you're thirsty, you're a little late. Yeah. For yeah, sure. That's a great point. All right, let me ask you one. Um, so what book, blog, or content creator have you found recently that taught you something new? So mine is less of a single item uh, and more of a platform as a whole. But I love spending time on TikTok. Um, I love those quick bite videos and I love the variety of things I can learn. So I've actually started following quite a few graphic designers and I love, love, love watching them think through a project and kind of how they ideate on it. And then going from, you know, sketching something out to converting their sketch to a digital design and what that process looks like. And then their final deliverable that they would show a client or that the client then picked. And if there was any, you know, revisions along the way, I love watching those videos. I geek out on them and I feel like it's really helpful for me because we work with a lot of designers and creatives yeah. and it helps gives me insight into what their work is like. So I feel like I can communicate and relate to them better. So that's. That's how I nerd out. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. I love that. Like, that's really cool. I didn't know that you did that. And I do that on TikTok with um, people who are, who are just pulling apart what ads are effective and why. And especially in the digital space, there are so many accounts that do, there are accounts that do everything now. And so yeah. I do that on TikTok a lot. And, and I'm a big reader. So for me, I think, uh, you know, there's a book I'm reading lately, For the Culture by Marcus Collins. Hmm. And he's a guest. He's going to be an upcoming guest on the podcast. So that's so cool. He is an amazing person for the culture. is an amazing book, and I'm getting so much out of it. It is just you know really about how how you reach people, how you move them, and how you know you can't talk to everyone like all things are for all people. There are very specific tribes of us out there that are interested in certain different things at different moments in our lives. Oh, that sounds really good. I'll need to read that. Yeah, it's a really good one. I love it. All right. Last question for you. Last question. This is, by the way, this is a blast. We got to do this more. Okay. So if you were to start another business, what would it be and why? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think I know the answer. And I think it's a strange one. We, You and I have a joke answer. We always say, we always say ice cream store because of the simplicity of an ice cream store, at least relative to what we do. But my, I think my real answer would be this this might surprise you as a food truck. And the reason being is that, well, you know how into food I am. Yeah. And, you know, there are, I really love the passion that goes into single item food trucks, like someone who makes X well. So I've always had this like funny fantasy of like, I want to do like a really high end hot dog food truck. And all we do is, just specific different types of recipes that are unexpected and delicious and different types of hot dogs from beef to turkey to veggie and very specific recipes where every single one surprises you and delights you and you know really cool. and where it's a simple you know there might be some sides but it's a single thing that you specialize in and i don't think i'll ever do it because i worked in restaurants coming up you know and i know what restaurant work is like it is probably one of the some of the most brutal long hour work you can get, but there's just something I, you know, I'm such a foodie and I love, I just love food. So that's always kind of my little secret fantasy business I would open. How about you? What would you do? 
The reason I started laughing was because the note I jotted down was a small cafe. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. So for a different reason, uh, as you know, I'm an incredibly picky eater. I am not a foodie. I don't enjoy it. And so it stresses me out anytime people talk about going out to eat or grabbing coffee for a meeting because I know I'm not going to like anything on the menu and I don't want to make them feel bad. So I would like to have a place to go with really simple food, but that's really good. And that's something I feel like is hard to find because a lot of places, if they make really good food, it's hard for them to simplify it and have it still be good. So I want something good, but simple um, and just a fun kind of place that people want to hang out. I love that. I actually think it would be very successful. You know, I think people, sometimes restaurants get so overcomplicated or it's just not healthy or it's just not, it's, you know, too much of everything. And I think people would really like that. I think it's really great that we both picked something that relates to our business in a couple of ways, something that's a simple message that can be delivered that people understand. And you notice both things we picked to take care of other people. Yep. Yeah. No, that's, that's so true. That's really cute. Isn't that true? Because we, you know, basically what we do for a living is help people. So yeah, I think that's really fun. Well, this has been a blast. I love this format. So and I'm excited to see what questions people send us, message us, DM us, uh, that we can answer in the future. Yeah. Please keep them coming. We've gotten a bunch and, and we'd love to get more. So send us your questions. We'll answer them. We'll, we'll bat some issues around. You know, everything from things like what kind of business would we start to to really hard-hitting brand or marketing questions. We'll take anything you want to send our way. So thanks for listening in to our quick break room episode today, everybody. And Lindsay and I will see you soon. Thanks, everyone. Want to hear more inspiring stories? Subscribe on your preferred podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And if you like what we're doing, please rate, review, and share. It's the best way to support us. Thank you for listening to Brand Story. Brand Story.